there was a time in London when these two babies had lost their fingers and the fingers regenerated naturally. This goes back to this concept that the younger an organism is, the more healing regeneration that they have. So babies have the ability to have natural regeneration to some degree. Welcome to the No Cap Health Show, a podcast inspired by Dr. Brian Boxer Walkler's popular TikTok channel with over 3 million followers. Each week, Dr. Brian will pull the curtain back on viral TikTok health videos and label them as cap, false, or no cap, true. Even if you aren't on TikTok, now is the time to get on board, have fun, and join his podcast. Dr. Brian is a board-certified eye surgeon specializing in advanced LASIK, keratoconus, wider eyes, dry eyes, cataract surgery, and reading vision improvement at the Boxer Waffler Vision Institute in Beverly Hills, California. Also, please remember, Dr. Brian is a doctor, but he is not your doctor. He is here to provide general information, not medical advice. So you should always check with your doctor before relying on any information. Welcome back to the No Cap Health Show. I am really excited to share with you a very big upcoming thing that's happening. So just last weekend, I was in the recording studio, not singing. No, you definitely do not want to hear me sing. That would be a dangerous activity for all involved, including myself. But I was in the studio, recording studio, reading, doing the audio book for my new upcoming book on social media. It's like the Insider's Influencer social media book. So it's called Influenced. You will see the link in the show notes here, but you can find it anywhere like on Amazon or Goodreads or Barnes and Noble. If you go to the website, Influenced with a D, social media, influencedsocialmedia.com, you will see everywhere it's available. So right now it's out for pre-sale, but it's coming out in the fall. And also, as you know, the audio book as well, being read by myself. And also in doing the book and writing the book, I interviewed quite a lot of other influencers too. A lot of them you know, for example, like Dr. Tony Yoon, Dr. Ricky Brown, Life of a Doctor, Muneeb Shah, Sarah Rav, Spencer Barbosa, a whole lot of people. And by the way, Gronk, the NFL football player, Rob Gronkowski, he did an amazing endorsement of the book as well, as did Dr. Pimple Popper, Sandra Lee. So do check this out. It's going to be a huge, huge book. You can reserve your copy now. Go to the website, influencedsocialmedia.com or Amazon or anywhere where you get your books. So this episode today, I saw this video. I was tagged in it a bunch of times. I thought it was really interesting. Even though it's not Halloween time, it's almost like a Halloween-ish type video. I probably should have saved it. It was too good to keep under wraps. So I'm going to play this video and we're going to talk about whether it's possible to regrow and regenerate limbs, like arms and legs and such. Let's play this and then we'll pick it apart. 
Why isn't this in our health textbooks? So Dr. Otto Warburg did research on cellular voltage and he found out that it's so important when it comes to health. He did not find sick people with high voltage and he did not find healthy people with low voltage. Here is a chart explaining cellular voltage. Optimal cell voltage is between 100 millivolts and 70 millivolts. And cancer cells usually have a cell voltage below 20 millivolts. But now you're thinking, why is cellular voltage so important to health? I'm about to share with you guys the craziest experiment with the salamander and the frog. Robert O. Becker was so fascinated with the salamander and its ability to heal itself. The salamander has the ability to regenerate its limbs, half a heart, and even a whole eye. So Robert O. Becker decided to cut off a limb from the salamander and the frog. Mind you that the frog doesn't have these healing abilities, so if you cut off a limb, that's the end of it. When he cut off both limbs, the cellular voltage completely dropped for both of them. But for the salamander, there was a surge of energy that went up to negative 30 millivolts and all of that energy went straight to the limb. Meanwhile, the frog only had a steady rise of voltage and it went back to its normal state. And Robert O. Becker discovered that this surge of energy is what stimulated this regeneration. So Becker wondered if he supplied a current to the frog stump will it cause regeneration? And when he supplied a low frequency and a low intensity current, you know what happened? The frog regenerated its whole limb. When Nikola Tesla said, if you want to find the secrets of the universe, think in terms of energy, frequency, and vibration, he is not joking. So this really makes you kind of think, right? Is this cap or no cap? We actually have to break this down because there were two things in the video, right? There was the voltage with cancer, and then there's the ability to use voltage to regrow limbs. So for part one, is this cap or no cap? To remind you that cancers are characterized by low voltage. And the answer to that is partial cap. So I guess instead of a ding ding, maybe we can go like a one ding, maybe? <laughs> Let's hear it. So let me explain that. Then we're going to get into the second part of the video, which was about being able to regrow limbs because that seemed pretty intriguing. So the reality is that some cancers are characterized by different types of voltage. So it's not a uniform description. And, and Dr. Otto Warburg is one of the key people back in the days in the 1920s who really stimulated a lot of interest in this with cancer cells and their energy. So there has been quite a lot of research on this, but let me just first explain that in the 1920s, Otto Warburg had first discovered that cancer cells had higher levels of glucose when they had the presence of oxygen, and that increased something called lactate or lactate production. This type of glycolysis is called the Warburg effect, and it's been observed in different types of cancers, like breast cancer, colon cancer, brain tumors, lung cancer, etc. So Warburg said that these little energy bundles in cells called mitochondria were not functioning properly, and this was related to energy generation. So the main point about Warburg's discovery is that it's related to energy generation, which can have an effect on voltage, but it's really not voltage per se, it's really energy generation that's related to the cells. Now, of course, energy affects voltage, so there is a relationship there. But with cancers, it's not as predictable as what this gentleman in the video said. That's why I say it's kind of partial cap. But in terms of the second part about growing limbs, he quoted Dr. Becker.
And Dr. Becker, in fact, did these studies as he described on the frog and the salamander and found these differences based on the amount of energy or electrical energy that was based on different electrical currents. So the second part is actually not cap. It's really fascinating. Let me give you some background about this. So first of all, Dr. Robert Becker, he was the chief orthopedic surgeon at Veterans Administration Hospital in New York, in Syracuse, actually. And he's working with bones. He's an orthopedic surgeon. And he found some very interesting findings with how bones heal. Now, his research was based on a lot of early research where it was found that organisms like lower down on the chain of evolution had a much easier time to regrow. Like for example, the salamander is a pretty basic creature and it does have the ability to regrow. But then again, so does the frog. If certain things happen, they're both very primitive. And this goes back with electrical current to healing to the 1700s. Yes, even 1700s, it was found that if they injured a creature that the electrical stimulation that's generated by the body at that side of the injury is increased. And it's actually increased in proportion to the amount of injury. Then years later in 1945, there was a biologist named Meryl Rose. She started working with frogs. So this is where we have like the frog research coming from. And she cut off the legs of frogs below their elbows. Yes, Indeed, I know you're thinking, do frogs have elbows? And apparently they do. And so then what she did is she exposed those ends of the limbs that got amputated to a salty solution. And lo and behold, about half of the leg grew back, which is pretty remarkable because normally there would be no growth with frogs' legs. Then there was a Russian doctor who did something similar, but instead of with salt with the frog, you know, stumps used needles. And again, we got about half the growth. And then another researcher in the 1950s used part of the frog's nerve and transposed it to the stump and also got about half the leg to grow. And that was when the understanding that there's nerve impulses with electrical impulses that is stimulating the tissue to heal. And then this is when Dr. Becker comes on the scene in the late 1950s. So it's really remarkable to think that this research goes way back to the 1950s. So then what he did is with a salamander, he measured the electrical current after cutting off part of the salamander's leg and also in the frog's leg. This is where he found that both the frog and the salamander generated a positive voltage. But then as the frog started healing and scarring, the current went down to zero. But the salamander's current switched from positive to negative, and then it began to decline and became zero when regeneration of that leg was totally complete. So it's not just voltage, but it's types of voltage, starting off as positive, then going to negative in terms of polarity, which is part of the way electrical impulses are described. Then Becker did some other measurements with skin of humans and other animals, and he had discovered that there's this electrical field, and it's roughly parallel to the body's nervous system. And if there's a problem or a disturbance in the field, such as if there's a, an injury or something like that, then it can stimulate the cells to start repairing. 
And by the way, at the time, Becker was completely lambasted by the medical community. If you know my work that I've done in the condition keratoconus, you know that when you develop new procedures, it's not uncommon for the medical establishment to not be open to something that's going to start rocking their world. As I experienced when I developed Holcomb C3R crosslinking for keratoconus to stop the corneas from getting worse and preventing people from needing cornea transplants back in the day, almost 20 years ago now. But that battle is over, but nonetheless, it's unfortunately, it's pretty common to see that pattern with medical pioneers. And then there's some further research that Becker and some others did, and they actually found that it's not the nerve itself that's responsible for providing the electrical impulses to help the healing limbs that get severed, but it's actually the nerve sheath around the nerve. So the nerve could be gone, and there was one experiment that these people did where they actually took the nerve out, but the nerve sheath still exists, and they still got the big impressive regeneration. So they concluded it was the nerve sheath that was really transmitting these pulses. Now, how does this apply to humans? There was a time in London when these two babies had lost their fingers and the fingers regenerated naturally. This goes back to this concept that the younger an organism is, the more healing regeneration that they have. So babies have the ability to have natural regeneration to some degree. And then in the 1970s, there was this really cool experiment too, where a frog's leg was completely regenerated using an electrode that stimulated the healing and the frog's entire leg was regenerated. That was pretty remarkable. So at this time, almost surprisingly, we just don't have the capability to fully regenerate or even partially regenerate an adult's limb or hand or finger. And I just think that the medical research just came to almost a grinding halt for some reason. And we certainly have a great foundation scientifically and medically for this research. And I'm just not sure why it hasn't been picked up yet. Sometimes in the research world, things just get forgotten about and just moved on and passed over. And then somebody else goes back and picks it up and starts taking that thread and, and running with it. So we're not going to provide any solutions today for somebody who has lost body parts to help them regenerate. But at least important to recognize that electrical activity and impulses and devices can help with healing. Now, there is one thing that is used called a bone stimulator when people have non-healing fractures. That's a very non-invasive device. People just wrap it around, for example, their back if they have like a, a spine injury in the bone, and it's a bone stimulator. So it's electrical impulses that can help stimulate the bone. We have something to help, for example, it's not going to help regenerate a limb, but at least it does provide some current treatments for some things in the bone area, in the orthopedic area, that are non-healing with the use of a bone stimulator. So what's up for next week? Well, since it's summer, I thought that this would be a very good video to talk about home remedies for bug bites, because I know summer is filled with lots of those pesky critters out there that like to bite us and cause itching and reactions and allergies and et cetera, et cetera. And so we're going to talk about the top three home remedies for 
Bug Bites. So come on back next week. We'll see you then. And by the way, oh, yes, of course, don't forget to pre-order my new book. It's like the Influencers, Insiders, Social Media Guide revealing secrets from myself and other influencers that have never, ever been publicly revealed before. So you can go to Amazon. It's called Influenced. And you can go to InfluencedSocialMedia.com, all one word. And I will see you next week. Thanks for listening to the No Cap Health Show. To review the show notes for this episode, which includes a summary, key takeaways, and any links mentioned, visit NoCapHealthShow.com. Don't miss another episode and subscribe to the show on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you listen to podcasts. Also, make sure to follow Dr. Brian on TikTok at Brian Boxer Walkler, MD. And remember, Dr. Brian is a real doctor, but he is not your doctor. He is here to provide general information, not medical advice. So you should always check with your doctor before relying on any information.